Welcome to This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Now is your chance to get caught up in all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. Now here's your host, Gene Destro. This week, we're exploring the intersection of art and technology with Professor Janice Lesman Moss. She heads the Textile Art Program at Kent State University and has been teaching students how to weave works of art there for the past 40 years. I wanted to highlight her work today, not just because it's beautiful and unusual, but also because, like other artists, such as graphic designers, musicians, and photographers, her creative process has been changed, enhanced, and expanded through digital technology. What I do is somewhat unique in the world of art, although there are a number of textile artists working today, and actually it's become more and more popular probably within the last couple of years, the recognition of being able to make kind of a meaningful artwork using textile materials and textile processes. So, I work with weaving, and I have worked with weaving for going on a little over 40 years. I've been at Kent State for 40 years, and I build, essentially build compositions using yarn. It's a basic, basic process where you install threads on a loom. That's generally the way it's done. Those threads are called the warp. The loom allows the threads to be kept under tension, And those uh, warp threads are then intersected with weft threads. So the weft threads go perpendicular to the warp, and those are manipulated by the weaver. They're installed row by row in a very linear kind of manner, moving from the beginning to the end and making a very long fabric or as long as you want it to be. Um, So it's a cumulative process using materials that are intersected some going on the vertical, which is the warp, and some going on the horizontal, which is the weft. And that process is a binary process. Either the warp goes up or it's lifted by the weaver and appears to be on the top of the cloth, or the weft goes up above the warp and appears on the top of the cloth. So that's binary. That binary notion, of course, is really the underpinning for the contemporary computer. So that notion of up and down, warps and wefts, zeros and ones, zeros and ones are what the computer language is based on. It's it's binary, it's black and white, it's up and down, Um, it's yes or no. And so the textiles themselves were really kind of the precursor to the contemporary computer and the evolution from something that is totally handmade with just by the weaver um, and their rather um, basic tools have been able to be transformed very mm, easily, directly, into use on a computer. Um, I mean, the earliest kind of computer that came into working with uh, looms or the earliest kind of uh, a mechanized situation was the Jacquard loom. And the Jacquard loom kind of allowed the weaver to create designs and they didn't have to be so involved in the process of weaving, kind of manipulating the threads by hand to create image or to create pattern. The loom did it for you because of that binary function. So talk to me then about how digital technology or technology in general then has changed your art and then what is your next step? I understand there's a big exhibition coming up of your work soon. You know, I have been weaving for a very long time and I wove 
a long time before digital technology, or at least you know, 15 years. And then digital technology made the use of the loom as a tool easier to operate. And it gave a little bit more flexibility to me as a weaver. So I could do some things maybe that were technically a little bit difficult or prohibitive previously. With the new tool, I could do it. Sometimes it wasn't always that easy, but it was still doable. So my imagery, my opportunities for making shapes within the field evolved. It got more flexible because I didn't have to rely on such a simple pattern. The patterns could become more elaborate. They were easier to achieve. Then when I was exposed to jacquard or single thread technology, it totally opened up a new world for me as an artist because I could create much larger shapes within the field, much more kind of gestural lines. There was a lot more flexibility to the patterning and the motifs and the relationships of shapes that I could establish within the field. So in terms of how the technology works, are we talking about using a piece of software to create a more complex picture or pattern, or are we talking about a loom that is controlled by a computer controller, or is it both? It's both. So as an artist, I design all of my work now in Photoshop. And basically what I have to do as a designer is to recognize that each pixel in my design field represents the intersection of a warp and a weft on the loom. So there's a direct translation. I mentioned that binary kind of thinking. Each one of those pixels represents the intersection of the warp and the weft. So each one of those pixels on the computer screen represents either the warp color is going to show or the weft color is going to show. So when I make a design in the computer, I can easily then translate that or send that information to the loom. And although I have to dye the yarn to put on the loom, and I have to dye the yarn to work with, I have to select my materials, and I have to weave it. I have already done all of the designing and the planning prior to getting to the loom and standing there and throwing my shuttle back and forth. Wow, that sounds amazing. So coming up soon then at Kent, you're going to be doing an exhibition of your work. I wonder if you could explain to people, one, when is this exhibition going to be and where? And two, when people get there, what are they going to see? I also have been introducing metal wire, very shiny metal wire in my weft, integrated with some silk yarn or linen yarn in the past. But I have gotten more involved with that as a more kind of a major material. So you'll see in my work a lot of very shiny kind of discs, patterns, big central patterns that are made from wire. They're integrated into the structure. So they're at one with the field. As I said, you turn it over and you can see the metal. But what that does is allow you to see kind of the contrast between the matte threads of the linen. Silk, of course, is somewhat shiny, but it's not as shiny as metal, and the metal is reflective. So as you walk around the weaving, you see these shapes that kind of almost sparkle or reveal themselves a little bit differently as you move around the piece because they don't reveal themselves consistently like flat or more matte 
or yarn materials do. So I really love that. I love that kind of sense of something that's a little bit more transitory, that isn't permanent. It's more like your experience outdoors where you're in the sunlight and then you're in the shadow and you experience kind of that changing of of the light and it really heightens your senses to the subtleties that you experience in life and in seeing. So my exhibition at the Kent State University Museum starts on February 25th and it will be up and on view at the museum through September of 2022. That was Kent State University textile art professor Janice Lesman-Moss. You can see Dancing with the Distance, her exhibit of more than 20 works at the Kent State University Museum of Fashion, Culture, and Art. For more information, go now to kent.edu slash museum. And that's it for now. Stay happy and healthy, and we'll see you again next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Tune in next week for more tech news on 93.5-1590-WAKR and WAKR.net. <laughs>